0: Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogana Raphael. Today we're discussing productivity. The Bible contains truth that applies to all of life and has a tremendous amount to say about how we live our lives and work our jobs. The Bible's view of work and productivity is vastly different from our culture's view. Our culture says work is for self-fulfillment. The Bible says work is about glorifying God. Our culture says we should store up as much wealth as we can. The Bible says that we are to pursue eternal treasures rather than earthly ones. Our culture thinks that worship is what Christians do for an hour every Sunday. The Bible says that we can do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and give thanks to God the Father through Him. You have the opportunity to worship God at work through your attitude, witness, work habit, and by what you produce. We need to be people who take our work seriously and seek to be as productive as possible for the glory of God. Your work and productivity matter to God and are profoundly important in His eyes. This goes for every job you may have. If you are mopping floors for a living, you are mopping floors for the glory of God. Walking productively allows you to honor God by maximizing the use of your time and to do more good work for his glory. This is what Christian productivity is all about. I like how Martin Luther King Jr. puts it. He says, and I quote, If a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted, or Beethoven composed music, or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth would pause to say, Here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. End of quote. Below are several foundational truths in understanding what the Bible says about productivity. And I pray that God uses it to mold your mind and heart to be more productive in whatever you do for his glory. Number one. Recognize that God created you with a mandate to be productive in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 he says and I quote and God blessed them and God said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth end of quote number two Know that Jesus requires a return on your life. In the parable of the talent in Matthew 25 from verses 14 to 30, the Bible tells us that Jesus wants us to make the best use of our time for his sake. In verse 24, he says, and I quote, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Number three seek after living productively because this is important to god Ephesians 5 15 to 17 puts it this way look carefully then how you walk not as unwise but as wise making the best use of time because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the will of the Lord is in Psalm 90 verse 12 the same sentiment is repeated And it says, and I quote, So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Number four, recognize that doing good is how God described being productive. Ephesians 2 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Number five, Work your hardest at all you do for God's glory you will be rewarded. It's both a command and a promise God made to us in Colossians three twenty three to 24 And it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. End of quote. I'll be back shortly after the break
1: listen to this by dr sam adayemi of daystar christian center
2: you bring fresh perspectives to the topic i told someone last week that i see some major shifts coming in 2020 and some of them will be doctrinal god will bring things and people he has been grooming on the fringes to the main line you your money and god confirms that for me i like the depth of research the church should have approached the questions on tithing with research but it did with anger
1: And this by Steve Harris, top business coach. This is an amazing book,
2: incredibly balanced and kingdom focused. I don't find many pastors that think this way, and I'm glad you do. It doesn't pander to religion, but causes the reader to have deep thoughts and focus on critical thinking, just like the Berean Christians. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a treatise that if our generation was to rewrite the Bible for our life and times, since we are also apostles, this would definitely be in the new testament
1: and also this by dr tayo oyediji founder and ceo of overwood
2: thanks for sharing your beautifully written book with me it's a trove of treasures i like the writing style content and graphic work well done
1: they're all talking about you your money and god by tony aliogena Raphael. this book will shift your paradigm Now available on Amazon, Conga.com, and Okada Books. In paperback, hardcover, and soft copy. Buy now and get a bonus workbook.
0: Welcome back. We continue with how we are to be productive according to the Bible. We have already given five before the break, and now we continue. Number six, make loving God and loving others a motivating factor in all you do, including your work. Jesus said in Matthew twenty-two, thirty-seven 37 to 40, and I quote, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great and the first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. And in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, The Bible says, so whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. Number seven, seek to be as wise and effective as you can be at what God has called you to do. We are all called to take a cue from the ant. In Proverbs chapter six, verse six to eight, it says, and I quote, go to the ant, O sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Without having a chief officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in the harvest. Number eight, fight laziness. It only makes life harder for others and is inherently destructive even to you. Proverbs 18 verse 9 says and I quote whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. End of quote. Number nine, ensure that you continually renew your mind to help you follow god's will for what you should accomplish in romans 12 2 the bible says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect finally i want to share brief thoughts on how you can increase and enhance your productivity Find time to rest. Momentary time away from work helps us recharge, refresh, and re-energize to do more. Rest has a way of giving us a new perspective. When you step back from what you have been doing momentarily, it allows you to take another look and maybe gain a fresh perspective. After working for six straight days, God reviewed his work and scored it high. He says, and I quote, It was very good. But after resting from creation on the seventh day, he returned and gained a new perspective. He took another look at what he had done and concluded that there was room for improvement. And he said, it was not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helpmate. Also take time to appraise your work before you rest. You do not need to wait for someone else to appraise your work. Whatever you do, make it your responsibility to do a self appraisal that is what responsibility is all about be the primary judge of your own performance in good conscience at the end of the week do a review of your work before you rest Genesis 1:31 tells us what God did after he completed his work on the sixth day before he began his rest the verse declares God saw all that he had made and it was very good before resting God saw all that he had made the word so used in Genesis 1.31 refers to something deeper than just seeing with the eye. It means to understand and look upon with approval. So before resting, God contemplated his finished work and appreciated its worth. And you can do the same with your work. Finish your work day or your work week by recognizing the value of what you have accomplished, your good work pleases God and it should please you too. Make time to rest and to appreciate the worth and scope of your labor. Here's where we call it a day today. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Enjoy a fruitful week ahead and stay blessed.